Blog Talk Radio.
Robbins, Cal Park, Vikings, Eagles, all that whole staff situation, football team, and the cheerleading team. So I want to give a shout-out to all y'all, man. This is Coach P. Uh, it's your boy. Yeah, I just want to give a shout-out to all the teams, all the cheerleaders uh, that uh, Pep Bradley's tomorrow. Yours truly will be DJing this Pep Bradley. Not only am I the coach, I do all the music for the football team. Well, not all the music, but most of the music. I definitely support the cheerleading team. Make sure they music straight. Um, I do my coaching thing. Currently doing my thing with the 6U18, 6UA, 6UB, and the Tiny Mighty team, man. So shout out to all the teams that I'm I'm definitely close working with, man. Shout out to all the parents. Uh, we appreciate everything you do for these kids. Uh, Make sure they get to practice. Um, putting up with us coaches, putting up with the schedule. I just want to send a shout-out to all the parents. I want to send a shout-out to all the coaches on every level. I want to send a shout-out to all the chilling coaches. Um, we appreciate y'all, what y'all do. We know y'all do an amazing job uh, with them young ladies, um, getting them coordinated and doing everything. So shout-out to Coach Bree, shout-out to Coach Ashley, shout-out to Coach Keisha. Uh, shout-out to all the, all the cheer uh, teams on the, on the level, all the cheer parents and everything like that. So shout-out to y'all. Shout-out to all the coaches. Football coaches, you know, shout out to all y'all. Um, like I said, you know, we do what we do voluntarily. So, uh, you know, it don't go overlooked. Um, especially shout out to my staff. Shout out to my bro, Tim. Shout out to Nick. Uh, shout out to Coach Steve. Shout out to everybody, man. Shout out to all the coaches on all levels, man. So I appreciate y'all. Uh, it's a grind. It's a real grind out here. And um, we appreciate everything y'all do. I appreciate everything uh, we do as coaches uh, just to make this experience for these first-year kids something that they want to come back to and also make the experience enjoyable for the parents as well. Because, like I said, uh, the level that we're at right now is, is the beginning stage. And shout-out to all the levels, man, from, from 6U to Tiny Mite to Eight U, nine, ten U, eleven U, twelve, thirteen, all that. Everybody in the organization, we appreciate y'all. Um, <clears throat> shout out to Justin, shout out to uh, Dwayne, shout out to everybody, man. So I'm just doing my shout outs now. Shout out to everybody. Shout out to 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 the president, shout out to Glenn, shout out to Nisha, Ron, everybody, everybody, man. Look, I, I'm gonna be all day doing it. So everybody that's a part of this organization that we call, you know. The Roberts, Eagles, Vikings, Strong, all that situation. So we got a great show for y'all. So what, what will be happening is, y'all already know, <clears throat> we're going to have my girl Amethyst come through with the karma reply. She got a couple uh, stories, you know, we give her feedback on. And throughout the night, I will probably be having parents calling in, doing shout-outs uh, to their kids, to coaches, whatever it is. So um, this is what we'll be doing all day. Of all night, y'all tune in. Y'all already know what it is. Make your boy Mr. AKOG Radio so y'all can call in 516-666-9826. So this is what we got going on tonight. Um, like I said, I'm in the building. I'm in the building. Your boy AK, I'm in the building. I'm doing what I do. I'm just having fun, man. So I just want y'all to understand this is where we at, you know. So right now, I'm going to get into some music, man. Like I said, it's a lot. Going on a lot of news I'm getting to man. I know a lot of people probably heard about the NBA and this little fraud situation. So that is a whole nother situation. But right now, if we get to some music from my boy, the mogul featuring Solomon Grundy. 
It's called 653. Live right here, OG Radio. It's your boy, Mr. AK. OG Radio. Cállate, wey. Pendejo. Payato. ¿Cómo? Okay. Yo. 60 up in Cottage Grove. 53rd in Cottage Grove. That's the symbol, 653. Bless my mental, this is imagery. Hollow is the man of prominence. Chicago is the land of dominance. And this is my moment, taking the leisure. For smoking them Remy, sipping them reefer. Comprehending the policies and procedures. To pippin' the woman to be some diva. Fallatio, she take it slow and put a weave up. Cover up a clitoris, just a teaser. And it's a mogul coming out to speak us. I just pray Jesus cheering in the bleachers. Six, five, Make sure these kids have an amazing, an amazing 
um, experience playing football, whether it's their first time or they coming back for the fifth time. We want it to be different. We want it to be exciting. We want it to be amazing. So they continue to come back and not only do they learn the game, you know, they learn life lessons too. So we back in it, man. We still hanging out. We doing, we do. I'm going to get back into playing some more music as I usually do. Um, shout out to my whole team, my OG radio team. Shout out to B Trey. Shout out to Radio Rail. Shout out to Genesis. Like I keep saying, man, um, Genesis has an event coming up uh, October 30th, so I'm going to let y'all know what that is after I come back from these songs, so y'all keep it locked for that. Um, like I said, y'all already know what's coming up in the, in, in a couple of minutes. We got the Karma Reply with Amethyst. We're just going to be hanging out tonight. I told y'all we're going to hang out. So right now, I'm going to get to the joint from my girl, Nola Ryan. It's called Drift Live right here, OG Radio. With a bitch like me, he's tryna hump on a bitch like me. He wanna ride in the passenger seat, but I told him ain't shit free. Fifty on three, ain't shit cheap. Drop another G, ain't shit sweet. Cavity to teeth. He about six three, ride him like a ten speed. All up in the whip, he murder for the plea. I only fuck with a nigga got bread, good head, big feet and big bed, slow fade, bald head of the dread. Stick shift, I drift, I rev. Christmas, I gift, I sled. Lift, lift, suicide all dead. Quick, quick, put the metal to the pad. We crisp, I be the butter for the spread, nigga, amen. I cruising, I cruising, Medusa the skin. Two different blues, bitch, I'm BB, I spin. Gator paints in the bank, out of I to the M. Rolling in dough, look like pound and end. Boy, the coupe too red, but the top dead. Inside looking like Nino. Thoroughbred nigga like a mop head. Got a wrist same color as the Pico. Left for a little minute, now he back down. And the hood popping willies like Rico. Keep a dollar like his first name, Creflo. Presto money, baby, I ain't trying to preach though. Good game, but he ain't trying to ref her. Good game, so he probably you have her. Stone cold for the kill, no wrestler. I got ease on my line, though Tesla. I got Vins on the rims, chrome diesel. Fire with the pipe, the exhaust blow, freezel. Candy for the paint, wood grain be the easel. Slick shit, a hundred thou for the free throw. Let him eat though. Y'all know this, your boy, Mr. AK. Like I said, man, we're going to be here for a while. I told you I got a lot of stuff going on today. We are doing homecoming shout-outs for my Robins Cow Park Eagle organization. So Chili the Moms and, and Football Moms, and everybody going to be calling in. That joint was from my girl, Nola Ryan. It's called Drift. Y'all definitely check that out. I'm going back to my phone lines. I'm, I'm, I'm talking to everybody tonight, so y'all be patient. OG Radio, what's going on? Hey, how are you? I'm finding you. That's good. What's going on? Oh, it's been a pretty good day today. How about your day? Oh, it's been a long, long day. I got to give you your intro, so you know I got to give you your intro. So I'm, I'm, I'm finna play your intro because I supposed to play it before you okay. came on air, but I've been all over the earth today. But I'm, I'm gonna play your intro before we even get into this, uh. This whole segment, because I'm going to do it right. I'm going to definitely do it right, as long as I pull it up. Okay. Hold <laughs> I know, right? It's, it's, it's been a long day, so don't even feel bad. I got it. See, I got it. 
Now we're officially in the karma reply hour, so we we officially not in it. So, what's going on tonight? Good evening, and welcome to the caramel reply with amethyst. If this is your first time tuning in, let me explain a little bit about this segment. If you have a story, question, or topic that you would like for me to give my opinion, you can send me an email at the caramel reply with amethyst at gmail.com. And don't worry, you can always remain anonymous. Question one, topic, to celebrate or not to celebrate? I received a question from Stacy. Stacy, what's your scoop? Hi, Amethyst. My boyfriend had the nerve to tell me that I shouldn't be expecting anything on Sweetest Day because he gives me gifts on Valentine's Day and my birthday. I said, what does that have to do with Sweetest Day? He said, why are you making a big deal out of one silly man-made day that is geared to get me to spend unnecessary money on the same type of stuff? Heck, I get you flowers. And candy, mind you, Fannie Mae, the good and expensive candy, and a nice dinner on your birthday. I make sure to get you a nice gift, some jewelry, flowers, and a stuffed animal because you love those, and we chill out. Sweetest day is overrated. You are sweet to me every day, not just one day. I was like, listen at this fool. Well, a disagreement turned into a big misunderstanding and a not-so-nice verbal altercation. Girl, he really went postal on me just for me asking about Sweetest Day. Oh, my goodness. Three years together and he got that mad? What's really going on? I just looked at him and said, you don't have to give me a doggone thing. He had the audacity to say why women think Sweetest Day is for them when it's for men anyway. I replied, just take note of this. I can do those things for myself. And don't look stupid when you're sitting up here by yourself eating ramen noodles while I'm at the restaurant where we have reservations with my big teddy bear, a pound of pixies, and flowers enjoying enjoying Sweetest Day for myself. I walked away leaving him looking so confused. Amethyst girl, what do you think? Was I wrong? Hi, Stacy. Thanks for your question. Women are sentimental and love to be pampered. We are naturally a kid at heart. Some of us still enjoy the carriage rides, teddy bears, flowers, and candy. We just like to feel warm inside with the smallest inconsequential tokens. Some men don't like to admit it, but they like to be thought of in small ways as well. Hint, the perfect example is the way your boyfriend reacted when he thought you weren't thinking of him on Sweetest Day. Think about how he reacted. He was feeling unappreciated 
which caused his outburst in the first place. Maybe you are not showing him tender moments. Just a thought. When you know someone, I mean really know them, you already understand what they like and dislike. However, it appears that you are letting him know what would make you feel special. But he did not tell you what would make him feel special. But it's obvious you already knew. Perhaps by him stigmatizing Sweetest Day was not the best choice. I feel it's anyone's day to show someone how sweet they are, whether it's family, friends, or their significant other. However, Sweetest Day was originally created for orphans, the elderly, and people who were poor as a gesture of kindness. I believe his feelings were rattled, which caused him to react that way. I do not feel that you did anything wrong. You were just stating what you were like. I'm glad that you walked away. I applaud you for being capable of doing those things for yourself. Self-care is very important. I hope you will have fun enjoying the meal and the reservations you made. If you all don't make up by next Saturday, well, I guess he will enjoy his ramen noodles. Stacy, I hope this helps. So, first of all, before I even go into the whole my whole spiel, I didn't know Sweetest Day was it's Sweetest Day next Saturday for real. Okay, yes, it's October sixteenth. So it is okay. That's cool. Number two, uh, I appreciate you for letting the world know that Sweetest Day is not for a man or a woman. It is for orphans and people, you know, it is to be kind to other people. So I, I appreciate you for that. And, and as a, as you as a woman to come out and say that, that is even a, a whole nother level of just, just you being a great person. So the fact that, the fact that Sweetest Day is not for a man or a woman, the fact that people, the fact that people are able to understand and 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 think about others on certain days, but just for this situation, if I was talking to the guy, this is just because um, obviously he he something wrong with him because you said they was dating for three years, they've been together for three years, mm-hmm. right? So I'm trying to. So if yeah. y'all been together for three years and you go off on her about a sweetest day gift that she asked you for one, but you don't even know what she got for you. So if y'all three years in, you should have some type of vibe of, you know, what I'm saying what y'all do with each other on holidays. This ain't y'all first day. So my thing is, number one, regardless of the situation, and it don't matter what holiday it is, whether it's Whatever holiday it is, outside of a man's birthday, if it's a holiday where you have to exchange gifts, fellas, PSA announcement. If there's a if there's a holiday where you are supposed to exchange gifts, you better go find something. Okay? Now, for <laughs> some weird reason, Sweetest Day is kinder for men. No, bro. No, there's no such thing as a holiday for us. We get our birthday. That's what we get, okay? We get our birthday, fellas. After that, look, sweetest day, bro, 
Go get her something that she like. You've been in the game with her. Y'all been together three years. You should know her likes and dislikes, which she love, which she don't like. So, and my thing is, I don't think she should have had to ask. Because, I mean, if it's, y'all been together three years, why she had to come out and ask you what you getting her for Sweetest Day? Now, that's probably the only red mm-hmm. flag I would give to the woman. If y'all three years together, why would you go at him about Sweetest Day and, you know, you know that the holiday is more geared towards men, but it's not. So mm-hmm. she started it. She started an argument that she didn't have to start, number one, just by asking for a gift or just coming out of the blue and just automatically saying what she wants. It's like I can see him, like, if that was a year one thing, I can see him taking that as her being selfish. Like, Dad, you ain't even asking what I wanted for Sweetie today. You ain't, you ain't give me no sense of, you want to do something for me, but off GP, you automatically feel like I have to get you something or it's demanded or something like that. So I can understand how he went on the defense and he's saying, like, I, I shower you with these gifts or I do these things for you on a daily. So it's something to that because there's no way if you're doing it, the things that she want on Sweetest Day on the daily, it's like, what is she really trying to get at? Is it something else she's trying to tell you? Is it something that, you know, is on her mind that she's like, okay, it's a reason why she's telling you that. So, guys, for every action is a reaction. She just ain't not the blue telling you, <laughs> what, like, what she want. There's a reason behind why she's, like, really pressing you for a gift. Maybe it's a specific gift she want. Maybe it's something that she may really, really want. But, uh... Yeah, I would just if that was me, I'd have just said nothing because just just chill. It's it's sweetest day. You could have got her something simple. You maybe she had some surprise for you. I don't know, but fellas, look, if it's a holiday when you exchange gifts, you better exchange gifts. I right? that's point blank period. That's all I'm gonna say about that. So that is that. Thank you. Oh. I think that you could be creative. That I think that a lot of people mm-hmm. forget. That you could be creative. It could be something as simple as you go to the park and you have the park decorated. Because most people, they're still going to hang out outside, even though it's supposed to be technically fall. But the weather is pretty nice. You can have something set up in the park. You could go stargazing. There's a lot of creative things right, that you right, could right, do right, that's right. outside of the norm. Because sometimes I think people get complacent and you do the same thing over and over again. You have nothing to look forward to because you already know, okay, he's going to get me this exact bouquet of flowers. He's going to get me this exact candy. We're going to go to the same restaurant. So it's really nothing to look forward to because it's like a program. And it's mm-hmm. kind of like surprise. And mm-hmm. then they like for you to think outside of the box. Yeah. That's what creates a lot of lasting memories. Yeah. So before we get into the second one, I got another parent on my line. They want to do a shout-out for homecoming. So we're going to get right to it. This is what we do. This is what we do here. OG Radio, who is this? This is Hello? Brianna Ty's mom and grandma and aunt. All right. All right. So who you want to give a shout-out to today? We want to give a shout-out to Ty Davis on the Eagles, number 12. <laughs> Hey, we definitely appreciate y'all giving the shout-out to him. And uh, like I said, I can't wait for the pep rally tomorrow. I appreciate y'all calling into the show to do the homecoming shout-out. Uh, like I said, 
Appreciate y'all. We love y'all. And, you know, keep supporting the Eagles because we appreciate y'all. Thank you. Thanks, Coach B. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> hey, what can I say? Like I said, this is something I was, like I said, this is something I'm, I thought about doing last minute. So, like I said, as these calls come in, I will be taking these calls. Uh, like I said, shout out to the parents because they put up with a lot of stuff. And all the coaches, we put up with a lot of stuff. So I uh, appreciate people calling in. And now we back to the common reply and to the second, I guess, letter, letter that you got. Before getting into the next question for the caramel reply, let's talk about some current news. Mm-hmm. The Squid Games is a popular series on Netflix, which is a Korean drama that is about hundreds of cash-strapped players who accept a strange invitation to compete in children's games. Inside, a tempting prize awaits with deadly high stakes. To me, the Squid Games reminds me of The Purge and a movie called The Harvest. Within fiction Mm -hmm. often lies some reality. Individuals frequently make hasty decisions based on being in debt, losing their jobs, or not having a job. Some people suffer from addictions, including gambling problems, or the person who was most likely to succeed falls down on their luck. In many cultures, you bring shame to your family if you aren't able to take care of your family. Meanwhile, there are consequences to these actions. But people are willing to put their life on the line to escape poverty and food insecurity. In the Squid Games, they turn harmless children games into life or death, with people making bonds and friendships while some of them was plotting behind their backs to kill them. Have you seen any of the episodes in this series? Um, I recently just started watching this show. Like, uh, my I don't know why my niece watching it. She's 18, but I'm just saying, that's a whole other story. But... <laughs> Um, everybody been talking about this show, so I just, I just like literally just started watching the show. So I'm like, like, like really a, like a beginner in in the whole Squid Game situation. Because um, from what I'm seeing, it, it it does have a purge type. Um, I forgot the name of some other movie where they was like hunting people down, or they was like mm-hmm. like a salt like a like a salt situation as well, where it's like you gotta either choose yourself or you gotta choose, you know. Whoever you got to choose, either yourself or you gonna die. That's pretty much what it is. You choose mm-hmm. the lighter of the two. So it's like either you choose yourself and you you live, or you you know you give somebody in this opportunity to live. So you don't know how the outcome is gonna come if you if you lose a game or you know what I'm saying you try to help somebody else. So it's consequences when that. So I mean, to be honest, I mean it's 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 a different type of show. Um, I mean, it's entertaining because everybody watching it. I mean, I, I, like I said, I'm still a novice in the game, so I don't know too much. Only research I really <laughs> found out is that, I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm a novice, so it's like it's a lot of stuff that's probably going over my head, a lot of stuff I'm missing that I don't know, or any you know, people that's like four or mm-hmm. five episodes in, like, oh, you don't know no better. I'm telling y'all not, I don't know no better. I don't. I just got into the show, so y'all got to be patient with me. But um, the one thing I did read about, somebody sent me or I saw it, uh, the producer of the show actually um, presented or presented his show to a couple big-name companies, 
and they like like rejected him at least like nine or ten times. Like he's been rejected. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's pitched his idea like ten times to like different companies, different networks, and everybody turned him down. And I think he quit his job or sold something to where he got enough money to have like he produced it and did everything by himself. And Netflix picked it up, and he getting paid now. So, um, like, mm-hmm. on, on another tip, man, that just shows you that, you know, at the end of the day, if you believe in what you're doing, you just got to keep grinding because the right people going to find you. But as far as that go, I'm still a novice in the in the, in the the Squid Game show. So, look, it looked like an okay show. I saw a little meme, so I had to go watch the episode, so I got the meme. So I'm just, I'm just <laughs> trying to see what to do. That's all I'm doing. I don't know if you watch anime, but did you notice that it kind of reminds you of a live-action version of anime? The live anime of what? Of that show? Just like anime, like in in general, just like the way that it's set up with the storyline and the introduction and the facial expression. I mean... To be honest, yes, that's exactly what it reminds me of. It reminds me of an anime. Like I'm a Dragon Ball Z fan. I watch, I, mm-hmm. I watch, I, I watch anime. But like a couple of my favorites is, is like, um, I watch uh, Dragon Ball Z. I watch Cowboy Bebop. I watch, uh, it's, it's some other ones I watch too. I can't remember the name of. But in 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 that realm, like you know, when Cartoon Network was running Tsunami and all that. I was I was in all that, like Gundam and all. I was in all that, so I, I I know anime enough to see that he has a background of where you could tell that was what he was really, you know, that's something that he grew up on, and he added it into a live mm-hmm. action. And, and I think a lot of people are kind of gravitating towards that because they can uh, identify with some of the things in the show, the anime. So, like I said, kudos to the guy who created the Squid Games, man. It's it blew up. He 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 got the bag for it, but you know, all in all, this is something that he loves to do. So definitely shout out to him, man. It's 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 a great series from what I'm seeing right now. But uh, it definitely has an anime look to it, and I feel like now that you know Hollywood is a copycat place to where somebody's going to try to emulate this type of show and you know try to get paid off of it. Mm-hmm. And well, they might come out with season two. The way it ended is so. not really necessary without the spoilers, but it's possible that they could do a second season from what I saw. I just really like the symbolism that you see because, like, I'm really into, like, movies and TV shows. So I see all the symbolism, um, like the ironies and how things come together. So I see, like, all the little details and the different views of the camera to let you know if it's a bird's eye view, if it's a zoomed-in lens, like, if it's from a third-person point of view. So I'm really, like, into those type of things. So I saw a lot of interesting stuff within it. So after you finish it, let me know what you think. Well, I got you. You know, we got a lot of stuff to talk about, so I got you on that one. You know, I'm, I'm going to stay tuned and locked in that. So we're going to go on to question number two for the Caramel Reply segment. The topic is to reveal or conceal. Uh-oh. I received a question from Veronica. Veronica, what's your scoop? Hey, Amethyst, I struggle with this issue. 
Some people had the problem with showing the authentic version of themselves. Just because I like certain hobbies and I have a wide range of interests. The problem is that I am often judged because people don't take the time to know me. I mean the real me. I have been in situations where as I may want to watch movies while others want to play card games. Most of the time, I am left alone to enjoy the movie by myself. Or when going out sometimes, I am laid back and I like watching people dance, but I do not want to dance right then. Someone will come over and say, oh, you think you too good to dance? And stuff like that. I can dance, but there are times when I just don't. I basically do me. I am not one to generally allow others to change who I am. I am comfortable with me, and why can't I be? I like watching NASCAR racing on TV and playing racing video games. Who said it's just a man's game? Why can't I be my authentic self without being judged? I don't understand. Amethyst, can you help? Should I change me? Hi, Veronica. Thank you for your submission. Hold on, wait a minute. Life is too short to put yourself on a shelf and hide amongst those dusty books. First of all, are you comfortable with being your true authentic self? Do you believe you are valuable and that your worth is more than the nonsense that comes out of people's mouths? You don't have to change you, but if you must become a more enhanced version of your authentic self, I believe differences are wonderful because it is a learning experience for everyone. You are you for a reason, and you have a lot to be proud of, not to be embarrassed. Don't shy away from being what brings you comfort. If no one wants to hear about or like your choice of hobby, it's okay. Do not shut down. Talk about them anyway. And if they give you the side eye, just smile. Really, you should do what brings you joy. Dance when you want to and not because you feel you should. Most importantly, real is real and fake is fake. Which one are you going to be? I hope this helps. I mean, it's... Okay, I'm not going to quote who I want to quote because I got parents and kids. I got parents calling in today, so I'm going to try to... I'm going to try to be PG, but uh, this is what I'm going to say. For everybody who um, feels like they have to not be themselves, a great man quoted a great quote. So rest in peace to the great Bernie Mac, and he was in the movie House Party 3. And Kid had a similar situation where he was like, yo, I don't think, you know, my wife or my fiancé, Parents like me. I'm trying to fit in, I'm trying to do this. I'm going to give the quote as PG as possible. Bernie goes and tells okay. Kid, and he tells him, he said, look, I understand how you feel, kid. He's like, my wife, I tried to please her daddy all the time. I always will quote him or say something nice about him, and he will find something negative to say. I would say, nice weather we have. He's like, you can't say that, it might rain. He was like, nice tie you got on. You can't say that, my wife tried to choke me with it. So the point that he was trying to say was, if people don't like you for who they, who you are, uh, I want to say this so bad, but I can't say it, but I'm going to 
try to be as PG. He was like, I forget it. It's my show. I'm just saying what I want to. If somebody hear it, they hear it. <laughs> Bernie Mac goes on to say, he's <laughs> like, man, F him. F him. If they don't like you for who you are, kid, be you. If they don't like you for who you are, F them. F them with duct tape around their mouth and glue in their mouth. I say, that's what I say. If they don't like who you are, F them. F them. F them with duct tape around their mouth and glue. And, and, and hot glue around their hands. Just F them. If I said the quote wrong, I don't care. I'm trying to be PG about this. But that's the advice I will give to her. If they don't like you for who you are, man... Forget them, cause there's is there somebody for everybody. That might not be the person for you. You need to go find you somebody. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is easy one. You need to go to a NASCAR racing event, and you need to just go there and hang out because you said you like to drive, you like racing games, you like NASCAR, you X Games. You need to go to X Games events, and you need to go to NASCAR events. Wherever state you live in, if you're in Chicago, you only can go in the summer. If you stay somewhere where it's warm, look, go to a NASCAR event, just go hang out. You're going to find you somebody because you're going to be in your element of people who like what you like. Go to places and Google, like, where do, like, like Google, like, places where people like to go and, and, and watch NASCAR. Um, on Facebook, mm-hmm. find a Facebook group that likes, like, NASCAR, like, guys who love NASCAR women, like, I'm not saying do that, but I'm saying that is the easiest way for okay, you to find somebody. If they have a group. Yeah, if they so have a Facebook that a group exists. I'm pretty that sure. Are looking for women who like NASCAR sports. I'm, okay. I'm not even. I'm not even saying it's that. I'm just saying just go to a group where it's like NASCAR, like diehard NASCAR fans or um, NASCAR 24/7. It's gonna be people in there that like what you like, and when you find people that like what you like, it's easier to connect with people who like what you like because you're not going to go into a, a chat room where, or you want to go to a place where people like doing book clubs and you like NASCAR, you're not going to go there. Cause you don't like that. That ain't your groove. So go somewhere where you're comfortable and where people are, have the same interest that you have. Because if I guarantee you, if she goes and she Googles, um, like where people go watch NASCAR at, She's going to find somebody like that likes like automatically you in a you in an environment you're comfortable in because you know NASCAR and people like NASCAR. So at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you're going to find somebody and y'all are going to spark up a conversation about NASCAR, whether it's your favorite racer, whether it's the track, whether it's the way the race is going. So that is the the easiest icebreak I could tell her to be. Don't go nowhere where you trying to fit in. Go somewhere where you are like they say on the show, cheers. Go somewhere where everybody know your name. Everybody know like the same sport or whatever you're doing. So um, that's easy. Just, <laughs> like for real, like it's it's easy. Just go somewhere where it's it's mm-hmm. to your liking, to your comfort zone, and then I guarantee you, you're going to find someone. Look, I'm t- I, I I can't even be no no surefire than that. So if she if you are listening to our show. Mr. AKOG Radio is telling you to go Google NASCAR fans, NASCAR 24-7, and, and search on Facebook, fans of NASCAR, and I guarantee you, you will find somebody and y'all will be dating before Christmas. I put a stamp on that. 
that for this topic, I can relate because I have like a variety of interests and hobbies. Now, most of my interests and hobbies, they catch a lot of people by surprise because, you know, people, they often judge a book by its cover. And by looking right. at me, they think that they know all the things that I like or don't like. So I catch a lot of people by surprise because I kind of like artsy type things. So I like ballet, going to the theater, going to the opera and things like that. So then a lot of people are surprised to know that I'm like, I like nerdy things geeky things, and then I like sports, too, so a lot of people be surprised. So I could kind of relate to this topic, but sometimes that people, if it's something that they're not used to or outside of their norm, they find it weird, when that doesn't mean that it's weird, that's just something that they haven't been exposed to. Mm-hmm. That's, 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 that's a proven fact. That is a real proven fact, and I think if you just go to places where your interest is, you're going to find the type of person that you have things in common. So when you're trying to, you know, go out and just mingle, just like have a mixer or mingle, go to places where you're comfortable, where whatever's going on, it's something you have great knowledge of. So it's an easy icebreaker when you're trying to conversate with somebody you're trying to talk to somebody. So it's very easy to conversate with people. Um, I just, you know, I just feel like that's just what people should do when you really trying to, you really trying to get back in the dating world. If you're just out kicking it, then go wherever you feel comfortable. You know, just go where you feel comfortable. That's just something that I got for y'all. And I do get to um, letters that people, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out, look, guys, um, why do y'all keep sending me these letters? Um, it's called the Karma Reply. I understand it's OG Radio. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Me and Amethyst appreciate how much love y'all give us to this segment. But y'all don't have to send me these. Y'all can either call in and talk about this stuff, or y'all can send it to Amethyst. Look, I, look I'm not saying I don't want them. I'm just saying I, this is kind of what she controls on OG Radio. So I'm giving her the opportunity for y'all to communicate. And, and have these moments, but y'all don't have to send these to me, okay? So I'm gonna go ahead and get. And to this then first. remember, you can always stay anonymous. So if you're worried about well, sending me the email, and I see who it comes from, I will not say your name on air if you do not right, want to. Right. Just so that's clear. I don't, I, I don't get it. But hey, look, I, I got y'all back. I told y'all I hold the fort down. I'm always gonna get y'all together. So. I recently got a message from one of my partners, one of my friends, one of my guys, and, you know, I'm going to keep it anonymous. And he was telling me that him and his baby mama, we're just going to keep it as it is, uh, him and his baby mama, they uh, they co-parent. They're pretty cool on co-parenting. And I guess it was a situation where I guess she got tired of, you know, trying to, you know, doing the kid's hair. So she decided on her own to give the kid a haircut. Now, don't get me wrong. Guy got long hair. He dressed up all that good stuff. The son was trying to get dressed up, too. He was rocking the braids for a minute. You know, cool, casual. You know, he kept it clean, all that good stuff. So the mom just decided, instead of taking him to his appointment to get his hair braided, he just decided, she just decided to, oh, just cut it. Don't worry about it. Make it nice and cute. Just cut it. I don't, this is what I want it to look like. 
So he's mad at her for even doing that. And she's like, well, he my baby. If I decide to do something with his head, I don't need to, you know, ask for your permission. He says, is he wrong or, you know what I'm saying, is she wrong for not, um, I guess, communicating with him about the decision of his son's hair? So I feel like, yes, any anything that you do to your kid, that's y'all kid. Y'all made that kid when y'all was with each other. It was something that was between y'all that y'all felt the way y'all was comfortable to make that happen. So I feel like in a lot of situations, regardless of what it is, what's going on, you and your significant, you and your co-parent should always come together and at least have a conversation about anything that's happening with the kid. Because, like I said, don't get me wrong, he's a, he's a kid about he's seven, so you know the kid really didn't get no say so. But at the same time, both parents should be okay with whatever decision that y'all come out that the outcome comes to, instead of him being surprised when he see. His son come home with an even, and he just had long hair. It's like it was probably a reason behind him wanting his son to have long hair like he had long hair. And so, so, you know, and he said that she feel like she shouldn't have to. But I feel like that she should at least give him the heads up. Like, hey, look, if you don't set up his hair appointments in this such and such time when I got him or whatever it is, then I'm going to get it cut or whatever like that. But I, I just feel like. She shouldn't have just went on ahead and just cut it without asking. I feel like she should have communicated with him, you know, said something. Don't just do it because you feel like it. It's called co-parenting for a reason. Y'all both, you know, in your kids' lives and and, and the kids okay with it. So I feel like as a team, because y'all are a team now, if y'all ain't together, y'all at least a team. So as a team, y'all should come together and make the right proper decisions for the kid or come to a come to a meeting or an agreement. So that's how I feel about it. So I think that, like you said, for um, co-parenting, that you have to have communication, but realistically that there are going to be some things that fall through the cracks. You're not going to be able to sit down and talk over every single little detail. Right. That would even happen even if he was in the same household because some parents, their work schedule, you mm-hmm. might not be able to call him at work or tell him every little detail. So some decisions you will have to make alone. But I think for this instance is that, that they should have had the discussion over why his hair was cut because both parents, that they have their reasons, the mom, maybe she wants to have his hair cut because it takes a long time, like if you're doing a hairstyle like dread to braids, it mm-hmm. takes longer than it would to get a haircut. And the dad, that he should have explained why he wanted him to have the braids or if that was something, or the dreadlocks, or if that was something that he wanted to keep up, then maybe he should have made the appointments. Or then on the other hand, the mom, maybe she could have watched the YouTube video to figure out how to do it at home, which would be more convenient. So that's like a conversation that they could have had back and forth. And then Susan, even though that he's seven, feel like if it was my child, that even though they don't get the final say and they don't make a decision, I would just like to know what did he think about the hairstyle? Because I think it's per- important at an early age to make sure that kids, even though there are kids, to have a voice and to be able to have their own mind. I think that's what helps a lot of kids to be a leader and not a follower. Because even though that they are a child, it's just they in the child's place that they know that their opinion and that their voice matters, and it starts with their home. 
So that's what I think about that. That's definitely, uh, I agree with you too on that one. I definitely agree with you on that one. So <laughs> I got one more. And I look. Okay. I don't. I I don't write these. I don't write these. I just. I just read them. Okay. So is, was them. that a warning? Because why did you say that like that? Should it we is a be warning. prepared. I, so I, do we yeah. need to grab it. We need to be on the edge of the seat. Okay. I don't know about edge of the seat, but I just I, I just <laughs> want y'all to know that I just read them. I don't. I don't. I don't write these. Just read them. So. Another one of my friends, female friends, and um, okay, this is just my, this is not my opinion, it's just, okay, look, I got a couple, a a friend, some friends, having a discussion, and the discussion was about, um, I guess, when dating somebody, you know, what that person brings to the table, what is, um, I guess, um, you know, what is, you know, presented to the table when they start dating. Um, they want to know, like, what is, you know, the, the standards of dating and other things of that sort. So when it comes to, like, what people bring to the table and, and the standards that people hold to certain people and things of that sort. So it came to a conversation where one of my guys was like, you know, um, y'all ladies, this is exactly what he said. I'm just quoting somebody. He said, Ladies, y'all expect guys to come right out the gate and say, oh, we just started dating. How much is your rent so I can pay it? So one of my female friends is like, so what y'all fellas just think that we just want to date y'all to spend y'all money and this, that, and the third? Like, it's women out here nowadays that we got our own money and we do us and we don't need no man for nothing and woo-woo this. He was like, look, it's some women that's out there like that. They got their own everything and all that, all that, and y'all alone. It's some women who come into the game and they're looking to find some guy that's going to help them financially. He was like, since you in the middle of this and you got a radio show, bro, this is what I need you to go ask. Is there different standards on what a guy brings to the table to what a female brings to the table. So basically what he's saying is a female can come to the table in a relationship with basically nothing and still get, you know, love from that guy. And he'll just love her because he likes the way she looks, uh, the way she, you know, who she is as a person. Or is it to the point where females feel like if they got stuff, you know, on their own and, and they don't need no guy for nothing, that if a guy comes to her and he's not matching her financial, I guess, success or just matching her her drive, um, is it, you know, do 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 guys still get that chance to get that shot with that woman because of, you know, how they are in their lives at that point in time? So basically, I guess the question is, do men have to bring more to the table than a woman for a woman to actually decide if they really want to be with that guy? Does materialistic financial goals and other sorts of situations like that, does that matter? So my thing was, and and like I said, we had this conversation. This this is what I go through in life. And I told him, I said, it all depends on the type of person that you're dealing with or where you meet this person at or 
who sh- who that person is because in the first couple of two or three days, you can already figure out what type of person you dating. For guys, we can figure out what type of person we dating. Now, if it's certain things that guys can do or say or where they take a female on a date that can automatically give us a rough feel or a rough draft about, you know, what your intentions are or whatever it is like that. So um, I, I just believe that it all depends on the person. It all depends on who that person is and, and how they feel and, and how they move and stuff like that. But you never know. We, we, we never know because I say it like this. You won't find a female that's going to date a broke guy and be like, you know what? I'm going to give him a shot. Yeah, he ain't really got much, but I like his personality. I like this, that, and the third. A guy can be the chick, and she look good, body banging, all that, you know, whole situation. But, you know, she ain't got no, you know, she ain't balling. She, she, you know, she making ends meet. She doing what she got to do or whatever like that. And a guy still going to go. Not, he, he may go for the wrong reasons, but he's still going to give her a shot. Let's just say that. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm just being me. Like it's gonna happen because he's gonna be like, yeah, you know, you know, shorty, you know, I can help out, do this, that, and the third. But guys gotta understand, like you are not required to do any, like spend any money on a chick outside of if y'all going out to dinner and stuff like that. That's cool, but you also gotta test to see if, yeah, look, look, we finna just go, you know. Something basic. We finna Netflix and chill, order some heroes and chill out. If she take offense to that to the hundred power, you know who you dealing with. Because it could be the fact that you got bread, you got money, but you just wanna be like, Hey, I'm on some chill. You know, I ain't trying to go downtown, spend money every time I hang out with you. And like I said, and that's just a test. It's no disrespect to women or nothing like that. It's just that right there can show you what what's her intentions. If she really want to get to know you, she's not going to care where y'all go. You know what I'm saying? Y'all can go to a little lounge and you may not spend no more than $40. She may not care about where y'all at. She may more so care about getting to know the person rather than getting to see how much money he got in his pocket. So I would say that it ain't always about spending money or or what that person got. If you really into somebody, that stuff ain't gonna matter. You know what I'm saying? So that's just how I feel. So my opinion is that you can't have this, this situation is not a one size fits all because every relationship is different. What works for one couple might not work for the next. So you can't compare what maybe your friend or your brother or somebody would do compared to what you do because everybody is different. And that just because someone makes more money than the person, like when you think about things for the long haul, a person's present situation doesn't mean it will always be that way. So just because, say, for instance, that the guy makes more money than the girl, that doesn't mean that he will always be in that position. The roles could turn, life happens, and things could switch within an instant. So when you're dating somebody, you really need to, Make sure that you have a solid foundation. It's not just about what somebody brings to the table because people fall on hard times. So just say you meet somebody and their house might not be that nice. They might not have the best cars. Their clothes might be average. When you wear Nikes and name brand or you get the new pair of Nikes every time it comes to the store. So 
sometimes people that they focus on the wrong things because sometimes people they just need to break. And once they get that break, their whole life turns around. But like as far as like dating, I think that you should really focus on the foundation and pay attention to what somebody says versus how they actually act. Because somebody could tell you a whole lot of things, but when it comes down to it, that their actions and their words is on two totally different way fields. So you need to pay attention to that. That's but you definitely. need to make sure that even if you aren't in the same financial boat, maybe you could create a business together. Is this person business savvy? What other things do they bring to the table besides just what type of job that they have at this moment? Maybe that person could look into going back to school. Maybe they could get a grant for something. That is a lot of different things that you could do. So while you're talking, most people, like, they're concerned about the physical part. Or just like you mentioned that maybe the guy want to know if she's into him for the money by test. Like, maybe he want to go to her house. But then sometimes you have to figure out, okay, if the guy want to come over to my house, is he really trying to get to know me or is he expecting extracurricular activities because he came to my house? So which one is it? Is he really trying to get to know me or are he really trying to get to see the other side of me, so to speak? Yeah. So I think okay, you should really pay attention to a person, like, do they talk to just listen or do they reply to what you say? Which one do they do? Do they just listen? Do they actually respond, or do they just ignore what you actually have to say? Because in yeah. order to be a team, you have to have good communication skills. Because even if you go into business, you need to separate the two, business right. from the relationship. Mm-hmm. I think that they should be, um, that they should at least provide some kind of love and comfort and support. Like I know yeah. a lot of people that they're not overly affectionate. But you want to have some kind of support. You have to do what works for you, but you don't want somebody to just close off. So, like, when you're in a relationship, but then you're by yourself and you're just suffering. Yeah, that ain't, so that I ain't cool that, like, at all. For that, like, like, it really depends. You know, everybody's relationship is going to be different. You really can't compare. Because, like I said, you know, people, their life can change. So just because somebody might not be, you might not think that they're of your caliber because of their current predicament, things could change. So you need to be focused more on the person. What type of brain do they have? What type of mentality do they have? Not, so to speak, on just the materialistic thing. I agree with that. I agree with that 110%. So what we're going to do is we're going to go to a couple songs. We're going to play some music, and then we're going to come back because... Somebody just sent me another one. I don't. I, I think this is just that way for them to get they they air they air they situations out. So I'm against this music. We're gonna come back and I'm gonna give y'all this other one. So y'all keep it locked on G Radio. The Karma Reply with Amethyst. We this is this this is epic. That's all I'm gonna tell y'all. Yeah, this is just, this is a lot going on. <laughs> so we go get to some music. We're gonna come back. All right, for AKLG Radio. Never meant to make you walk like that. Yeah. 
But all this time you holding me back, yeah You are the one who back for this All of my face and I can't resist, yeah I'm hating this cause she go AWOL Girl, you know this is your day one Hold that get down and just sing out it can't wait another minute, I ain't got no patience As long as I die, you will learn to stay Alright, alright, alright for me, don't her like she's in a straight jacket Give her that crazy, crazy, crazy She says me like I'm in a straight jacket She like that crazy, that craziness would be breaking She just wanna Knocking over furniture, yeah Got you coming like I'm calling you Rain like the fall is still Girl, you know how we do When it's me and you I'm hitting you till you go AWOL Girl, you know this is a one Girl, look it down and just hang on it
exit As long as you stay calm, cool, and collected No one will know what's happening These windows ain't tinted Get where I'm hinting, let me finish I'm a ghost daddy The way I'm hooked on you, I got a you fetish Like when you say that mommy like you know Spanish I like those wild ass nights when I can't find my panties Yeah, it's a different action, just relax and try Hey, I already know this. Women's AK, we still in the building. I got my girl Amethyst in here with me. We are doing the caramel reply. Um, this segment is really growing, and I just need y'all to do me a favor. Stop sending me these replies. Stop sending me these questions. <laughs> I know this is my show, <laughs> but stop sending me these questions. I'm for real. So, I think I think there is a group of people who are who know me that are sitting listening to OG Radio right now. They might be together, having drinks, hanging out. That's cool. I appreciate y'all. I love y'all for tuning in. But y'all better stop sending me questions because y'all know I got to I gotta ask and answer these. So y'all can just call in <laughs> and stop playing with me. So, yet again, I got a set of friends. And one of my guys, one of my homies, he sends me this. He says, bro, I've been talking to Shorty for a while. You know, we've been kicking it. You know what I'm saying? I met her at a club. You know, you know. normally, you know, when you meet somebody at the club, you may or may not remember them. You know, uh, you know, we talked every now and then and so forth. So we went on a couple of dates, but every place we go to, it's a situation where every time we went somewhere, there's been a situation with us going to a food place and she pays more attention to her food than she does me. We barely have a conversation. Um, when she goes, when we go to these restaurants, man, she really be digging into her food. Like she'd be hungry. He was like, at first I thought it was a situation where like, dang, shorty ain't eating. You know what I'm saying? You know, the EBT card may be broke or something like that. You know, she ain't getting a, a link or something like that. I'm just reading what I'm getting. So he says, he says every time we go out, we all she always wants to go to a food restaurant. And then he was like, at first I thought it was cool because she didn't want to go to no bougie downtown restaurants. She was just hitting the Outback. She was just hitting the the uh, the uh, Outbacks, the Golden Corrals, the uh, Applebee's, uh, the Red Lobsters. Uh, you know, nothing crazy. He said, but. I would always look at her page and see her food from when we went out, but I don't see me. 
And he was like, it was certain situations to where, you know, I had tickets to go see a concert. I would try to take it to the show. And she was kind of like super, like crazy busy. But every time I hit her with a little text, like, hey, what you doing? And every time I hit her back and say, oh, well, I was just going to give me something to eat. All of a sudden, she's super interested to come hang out with your boy when I'm going to give me something to eat or something like that. He was like, man, she cold, she nice. But it seemed like the only time she want to hang out with your boy is when I'm going to get something to eat or she want to go get something to eat. So he was like, to be honest, bro, what is this? So, so I'm just going to tell you straight out. <laughs> I told y'all that I had ways to tell y'all about certain females and what role you play in their lives. I told y'all this a while back. Now I'm have to, I'm gonna go into detail about what guy you are. Cause first of all, you're dealing with a female who does not want a one. She don't want one guy because she can't find one guy. So you have fell into the category of her builder guy. So ladies, y'all can be mad at me all y'all want to. I'm just a messenger. So, what that means is, since she can't find one guy that checks all the boxes, she has a plethora of guys who each guy serves their purpose. Now, you fall into the category of the food dude. Who is the food dude? You are the guy that she calls when she's hungry, when she's trying to smash, when the EBT car is low and she can't really go shopping, nothing like that. Or she just knows that, you know what I'm saying, she comfortable enough to eat around you because she knows that that this relationship ain't going no farther than y'all hanging out, you know, kicking it, you know, being cool, and her going to get some good food. That don't mean she broke. No, it's not don't mean that she's broke. She she got a job. She nice. She she okay with her financial status. But she just realized that you more interested in her than you than she is of you. So. At the end of the day, when she's hungry and she got a taste for something nice, like she was looking at the, you know what I'm saying, TV commercial, and she see that Golden Corral got a new little situation, she knows she can call you because you're going to slide. When she look at Outback, got a new commercial, or, you know what I'm saying, any food restaurant that she like, Fridays, whatever, they got a commercial, something nice coming out, she want to try it? Guess who she calling? And you know you the food dude because... You looked at her snap, and all you saw was food from the time that you dropped, picked up to the time you dropped off, and you ain't see your face nowhere near that, and she ain't even say out with Bay or out with my friend, or she ain't even do the, you know, the picture where, you know, ladies, y'all post a picture of the guy, but instead of putting his face on it, y'all put the little uh, smiley face emoji over the face so nobody see who he is, because you don't want nobody to know you hanging out with dude. So, my guy, my guy, my guy. You are the food dude, my guy. This is who you are. So it's up to you to decide if you could continuously be this food guy to where all she does is hang out with you when y'all eat. And then you can also tell because when a woman really like you and y'all go to certain restaurants, she not going to smash her food. She is going to have a take-home container because why? One, she's conversating with you. Two, she going to eat her food, but she don't want to look like she miss hungry, ain't eight in six months, greedy, look, you dig, and smashing her food looking like, dag, shorty, you really that hungry? So, no, she don't want you to judge her 
Cause she's smashing her food. Cause she's trying to be, she's trying to be cute. She didn't get super cute for you. So no, she's not gonna smash her food. She gonna get a take home to go joint. As soon as you drop her off, she gonna go ham because she look cute. She wanna continue to look cute because she like you. She wanna date who you are. The food dude, she probably came outside with them little furry Rihanna slipper boot house shoe things, some leggings and a t-shirt or a hoodie. Something decent that look decent to where you can, you can get wrong. outside. There's nothing wrong with wearing leggings. There's nothing I, wrong with wearing leggings. I'm that sounds like it. a leggings bash. No, that, no, it's not a leggings bash. That's just, she She put on leggings, yes, because they look cute, go with the outfit, but she going to need a little room. She ain't going to wear no jeans if she finna go smash some, smash some food. She need a little, little room, little room, because she's going to eat good, so you need a little room. You can look, you know what I'm saying, a little room in the stomach area, you know, just because you ate, you ate for real, for real, like you at the crib. So, my dude, your choice either is to A, stop hanging out with her and stop eating, stop calling her when you finna eat, or B, just give it up all together, bruh. It's a wrap. You the food dude and that's it. So, that's that's what I got for y'all. So, I would say that he needs to think about why is he putting himself in this predicament? Does he really like this person? Is it that he's looking for somebody to date? Or is she the only option that he has at this time? I think that he just started by really thinking that why does he allow this behavior to happen? He's already aware of a pattern. Because it's happened to him multiple times. Right. And yes, he has a problem with it, but why has he not expressed that he has a problem with it? Or when he says that he's going to get something to eat, why he hasn't said that um, he doesn't feel comfortable with her going along with him because every time that they hang out, all they do is eat. There's no conversation. They don't get to know each other. There's no texting in between. They should be open and express the feelings that he has about the situation. And then, too, a lot of people, I've heard that when people are not serious in a relationship, that they will go hang out with people, whether it's just for drinks or just to get something to eat. Because I don't remember you said that they were, like, in an actual relationship. No, they just been hanging out. They just been keeping I said, like, uh, on a previous episode that you cannot go off of a woman's outfit to think about how she feels about you. Yeah. Because I've seen a lot of people that they just have the days where they just don't feel like not getting dolled up, not doing hair. I'm with you. I've seen people in the bonnet. I mean, I've seen people in the restaurant with the bonnet on. Oh, I got a story about bonnets. Um, hoodies. It depends because some women have a style of clothes that they wear that they are like casual. They have their tomboyish look. So it's a lot of them, especially since they're going into fall. That's all you're going to see for some of them is boots, leggings, hoodies, because it's easy to put in one. It's warm and a scarf around their neck. So you already know that that's the tire for some people, but you cannot decide, especially like if it's a weekday or something casual. 
because I've been places with, uh, like, like my girlfriends, like we would go out together. Now, yeah, sometimes they, they dress to kill. Then at other times they coming out with just whatever that was available for them to grab. Now, it could be mixed match socks. It could be leggings. It could be jeans. It could be a dress. It just really depends. So you really can't judge it off of that. But mm-hmm. I think he really needs to focus on why he allows this to happen. Be like, so is he taking her on these dates for food, expecting something else to happen? Figure that if they go for so many dates, then maybe they'll take it to the next level. But he really just needs to be open and express that because we do know that you have instances where sometimes people do use people for things. So it's very yep. possible that she could just be using him for food. But he needs to stop allowing that to happen. Or if he enjoys just hanging out with her and he's not seeing anybody else at this time and he just wants to continue to do that until further notice, but that's perfectly fine too. But he just needs to, since she has to say it, he should just say it and put everything on the table and get everything out into the opening. Then you have your answer. Then you won't have to wonder because you'll hear it directly from her. I know y'all listening, so you already got your answer, bro. That's what I'm trying to tell you. You understand the motion. So there it is, okay? Y'all got it. Now, see, this this, this is is the issue. I'm going to read this last one. I wasn't going to read it, but then I got to read it. <laughs> this 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 is on the, this this is this is I, I don't know maybe it's 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 gonna be different it's not that bad it doesn't have a comical difference to it but kind of serious I guess he heard it on the radio and I guess they're still talking about it um so mm-hmm. I'm gonna get into this one real quick so basically um there's a guy who's been dating this older woman so she's like seven years older than him or whatever like that they both grown so it is what it is um. And she has a kid. So they've been dating for, I guess, five years to such. Five years, four or five years. And this guy feels like she's the one. Like, he feels like, like you know, he he accepts the son. The son accepts him. Like, she has a son from a previous relationship. So, you know, it is what it is, whatever like that. But it's to the fact that where she's seven years older than him, um, they, you know, they have a great relationship. They've been dating for five years. And he feels like that she's the one. Like, he wants to propose to her. He wants to marry her. You know, he wants to have that family. And his mom does not like the woman he's trying to marry. She don't like the woman. She feels like the woman is using her using her son. Like, she just, like, she feels like the woman is just looking for a guy to take care of her son. Give her son you know, stability, give, you know, you know, somebody that's going to make sure her son is okay, you know, take care of the son. And she feels like that the woman is not 100% in love with her son. She feels like she going to hurt, like, she feels like the woman is going to hurt her son. Um, it's to the point to where the mom does not support the relationship and she does not support the marriage to the point, them getting married to the point that she says, if they go through with it, she's not coming to the wedding. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't support the, I don't support none of what y'all are doing. I don't like her. 
nope, whatever. I feel like she's trying to use my son. So the son is like, what should I do? Should I continuously marry, go through with the marriage with, you know, the woman who I love, I fell in love with, or do I really listen to my mom and just break everything off, dump the girl and just find somebody for me? Oh, I don't even want to touch this, but I got to. Okay, number one, man, look, we know the attachment that mothers have to their sons or mothers have to their daughters, especially when mothers and, and, and mothers are close to their sons and they want to make sure they, they at, at the end of the day, a mother sees their child as still a child, even though they're grown. They're going to protect their baby, whether it's their daughter or their son, until they're gone. And for the mother to say that she don't like the girl, she thinks the girl is trying to get over or just trying to find a daddy for her her previous son from a previous relationship. So um, for me, that's rough. I feel like if you love that girl, man, like I said, at the end of the day, man, you have to live your own life. I think you need to have a real another sit down with your mom and just let her know, like, yo, look, I really, if she loves you and you go sit down and you talk to, to your to your mom and tell her, like, this is how you really feel about this woman. Um, I don't care how you feel. I just want you to, you my mother, I need you to be there for me. Um, you know, I think at the end of the day, if you really explain to her everything, put everything on the table to where she understands why you feel this way about this woman, said 100%. And if your mother is, is, is a loving mother and a caring mother, I think at the end of the day, she's going to understand where you're coming from. And she's going to, um, in due time, give you and your soon-to-be fiancé the blessing to get married and be there in, in a wholehearted spirit. So I would say, man, just sit down with your mom one more time, man, before you just, just say, I'm going to do what I want to, because that's still your mom, man, you know. Um, you still want to give her her respect. You still want to love on her, but at the same time, you have to, to to let her know, like, look, I'm an adult now. I'm grown. I love this woman. You know, you taught me all the right ways to how to treat a woman. You you know, so I feel like he should go through with the wedding, but at least, if not, go to counseling with your mom and your girl. Because at the end of the day, your wife is gonna be your wife, but your mother. Is gonna be your mother, so you they have to at least come to some co- common ground. You know what I'm saying? That's just like on the episode of Martin, when 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 the, you know the bird died, and they when the, when when mama when my mama bird got frozen, and Gina was like, no, and, and Martin tried to save her. He was like, we gonna go buy another bird that looked like Ruby, and we gonna <laughs> save you. She was like, no, because your mama not gonna respect me until I stand up to her. So. I don't know if it's that situation, but I think at the end of the day, your fiance and your mom need to have a have a sit down, have a conversation to where your mother can air out why she feels the way she feels. Your fiance can air out the way she feels and let her know how much she cares about you and love you. And maybe in due time, not saying right off the bat, but in due time, your mother can learn to respect her and to to love her because at the end of the day, your wife is going to be a part of your family completely, and your mom needs to understand that. So I feel like you need to have that conversation like Gina did with, with Miss Payne, and I feel you, 
It may not come to blows. It may, you know, it ain't going to come to all that. You ain't got to kill no pet. You ain't got to kill my mama bird or the dog or nothing like that. <laughs> but y'all do need to have a sit down and conversation. I think if you guys do that, I think that the mother will come to a common ground and respect your fiance and give her blessings and come to the wedding. So that's how I feel. And I think that is really important that when you have any relationship, that family is going to play a role, whether it's positive or negative. So you're going to have a lot of time with people, the advice that they give you. It could be good advice, and it could be bad advice. So because that's his mother, that nine is out of ten, even if he were to marry his wife, or I mean to make her his wife, or they were to get divorced and not be together, that would still be his mother. But when you have people that do not get along, it's like something that you can't force because it's already going to be tension because you're going to be people that feel like they have to be forced to be civil. It's not genuine. They're really not trying to find things that they like about each other or even if they can't find anything within that person that they like, try to see what do they do for you? Like, even if she doesn't like her, does she motivate him? Uh, is she, like, uh, business savvy? Is she smart? Is she intelligent? Is she supportive? Does she give him emotional support? Does she give him encouragement? That it could be things that she does not know about her, that just if they're hanging around each other and she automatically doesn't like her, you're going to shut down. When you're around somebody that you don't like, a lot of times that your body is present, but your mind is elsewhere. So I really think that that's important. And I would try to do something totally different, like to have, like, family game night or something like that, where you have to do an activity and you have to be put into pairs. That would kind of force them to interact where it's not like where they have to discuss the son or the mom has to say the things that she don't like her about her or maybe his girlfriend doesn't feel that the mom is uh, respectful. I think to put them, like, together on a team to, like, play a card game, you know, a fun game, not a crazy game like spades or something <laughs> like that. Because, you know, sometimes people do get crazy over card games. I wouldn't even say, I would say skip that one, too. So something fun like charades um, or a Pictionary, something like that, where they would have to work together as a team, and then the focus won't be on the son, because that is their common ground. The common goal that they have is that they care about the son. And then Tuesday did not mention how does her son feel because he might be okay with him being the boyfriend, but then what about if he becomes his stepfather? Like what if they're close in age? Because I don't remember you saying how old her son is. What if they're close in age? Or what if he just views him as a friend? and not a stepfather figure, then that would create problems within the marriage because the whole dynamics of the situation would change. He'll feel he had more authority over her son, and the son right, right. might not feel comfortable with that. But what about the son's father? So you have to really think about things right. before you take that big leap because it could really blow up in your face. So he really needs to take his time and try to work with the relationships between the family for his family and her family before he goes to the wedding because his his wedding day would be ruined to look out there and not to see his mom there. 
Like, he could go ahead and get married without her. But deep down, because he's close with his mom, that would be like an emptiness, and he would always remember that on his special day, his mother wasn't there, and she might actually regret it later. I agree, and I think the son is like nine, so he's like nine years old. Okay. So in that in-between stage where he understands, but, you know, still a gray area, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, but, yeah, I, I agree with you as well. I definitely do. So um, before we wrap up the show, um, I just want to shout out to the to my whole uh, organization, my Robin Scott Park football football team and cheerleaders, uh, teams, moms, parents, everybody. Uh, like I said, this is our homecoming week. So like I said, what I did today was something I decided to do at the last minute. I didn't put a lot of thought into it. I just wanted to do something for the parents, give them something a little different to do on homecoming since we had a whole spirit week. Um, like I said, our pep rally is tomorrow at 2 p.m. and in, in Dixmore, Rosa Parks Middle School, um, behind the middle school. So um, like I said, I appreciate all the parents who called in today. I appreciate all the parents who participated in Spirit Week and is going to participate for the game on Sunday and the pep rally tomorrow. So I definitely appreciate y'all. Um, like I said, I may do something like this again before when the season ends as well. Uh, this is just something that I just decided to do, and I'm proud that I did it. I appreciate the parents. I appreciate the everybody in the organization who called in, who sent text messages, emails, and all that great stuff. So, like I said, I do appreciate y'all. I'm, I'm proud of y'all for coming on the air because a lot of people scared when they get on the radio. They don't look. They they be nervous. That's all <laughs> it's I know. Not easy. <laughs> it's, it's not really easy. not. It's really not. But I appreciate y'all for calling in. And, and, and doing those shout outs. So I definitely appreciate y'all. Uh, anything you got uh, before we get out of here? Yes, I want to thank everybody who has been sending in their submission for the Caramel Reply segment. Again, we used to come on about Friday between like 9.15 and 9.20. And again, if you are not comfortable having your name revealed on the air, you could be used as anonymous or a name will be provided for you. And again, you can send those questions to the caramel reply with amethyst at gmail.com. And that's caramel spelled C-A-R-A-M-E-L. And that's about all for tonight. And I hope everybody has a safe weekend. Yep, safe weekend. And Justin Fields quarterback QB1 going forward in the season. That's all I'm saying. We out of here.